0: More to Life is a co-production of Ave Maria Radio and EWTN Radio and carried across the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. I'm Dr. Greg Popcheck And
1: I'm Lisa Popcheck And you're listening to the best of More to Life. Today on More to Life, real relationships. Do you want to cultivate healthier relationships in your life? We're going to help you let your relationships thrive. Give us a call at 877-573-7825. Everyone says they want to have a great marriage and family and personal life. Well, the theology of the body uh, reveals how you can actually achieve it.
2: More to life. The happiest couples know how to say I do to each other every moment of every day. Surprising. Relevant.
1: Relevant. Good morning, everyone. You are listening to More to Life on the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. I'm Dr. Greg Popchak. I'm Lisa Popchak. And today on More to Life, the show is titled Real Relationships, which I guess implies that we could have fake relationships. Well, uh, we all know
2: we can have those. (laughs) Everybody's had one of those at least.
1: But we're talking about how you can take your relationships from stressed to supportive. Whoever we're talking about here. Maybe you're struggling with your spouse. Maybe you're having a hard time with your kids, whether they're littles or adults. Perhaps you are having conflict with your extended family or having difficulties with a long-time friendship or maybe even a short-term one. <laughs> the reality is relationships are hard, whatever they are. The, we want to help you get more joy, love, and support out of all of your relationships. Give us a call at 877-573-7825, and we want to help you turn those relationships from stressed to supportive. Again, the number, 877 877-
2: relationships are hard let's face it you know when we have those more superficial relationships with the people in the office or the people we have to see in the pickup line at school or you know even people that we don't know well at church even those you're kind of hoping will be genuine you will you're hoping they'll be based in something truthful and good And yet sometimes it's the superficial people who can stab us in the back the fastest or be cruel in the fast, you know, the fastest. So whether it's handling those, you know, everyday relationships that aren't really that deep and you're thinking, what in the world do I do with this? Or more importantly, those relationships that genuinely because of the labels they have, parent, child, spouses, sisters, brothers, parents whatever those those deeper you know best friend for life whatever those relationships are that hold our hearts a little bit dearer to us when something is not right in those they really affect us deeply they affect our emotions they affect our well-being and they affect our soul and the soul of the other person and so we need to tend them we need to get answers to how to make them better because they do affect so much of us and the other person and anybody else that those relationships affect. It's important to tend them and care for them and help them to grow and thrive, rather than just let them deteriorate.
1: It's just not enough to go along to get along, you know, Truth. or to, to just put up with other people. Um, uh-uh. You know, as Christians, we're really called to do more and, and to make our relationships healthier and holier. We'll unpack that throughout the course of the hour. But if you are in a relationship that is stressing you out, regardless of who that's with, whether it could be your spouse, it could be your kids, whether those are little kids or adult kids, it could be extended family, maybe it's friends. Uh, The reality is relationships are challenging, and we want to help you turn those relationships from stressed to supportive. Let's talk about those people that are getting under your skin and frustrating you that you are in relationship with and help you get more joy, love, and support out of all of your relationships today on More to Life. The number is 877-573-7825. Again, that number, 877-573-7825. Every day on More to Life, we take a look at the topic of the day through the lens of St. John Paul's Theology of the Body, and for folks who don't know what that is, um, Pope St. John Paul gave a series of reflections over the course of about five years in his pontificate Mm -hmm. that looked at salvation history, creation, the Gospels, and revealed how those things show us God's plan for leading a more abundant life and having healthier, holier, relationships.
2: The theology of the body reminds us that building the kingdom of God, <clears throat> excuse me, is mostly about doing everything we can to make our relationships as healthy, holy, and intimate as possible. You know, sin really hates healthy, holy, intimate relationships. <laughs> From the perspective of the theology of the body, building God's kingdom, which is our task, means working faithfully to heal the damage that sin does to all of our relationships. While the world believes that loving someone means putting up with however they decide they want to treat us, the Christian vision of love insists that we have an obligation to always work for the ultimate good of others, and to expect others to work for our ultimate good as well. Our faith tells us that relationships don't exist for themselves. They exist to help us become healthy, whole, and holy.
1: Now, you know, as as you mentioned, Lisa, because of sin, we all often fail in that mission to help each other become healthy, whole, and holy. Uh, And people who say they love each other, you know, we hurt each other all the time. But when that happens, the loving thing to do is to find gentle and loving ways to call each other on to do better, to repent of the ways we've betrayed our mission to work for the good of those we love, and support each other in cooperating with God's grace so that we don't commit that offense again. You know, when someone refuses to do that, we have an obligation, a moral obligation, rooted both in our basic right to self-defense and the divine call to work for the ultimate good of others to set limits and boundaries. that make it more difficult, if not impossible, for that person who hurt us to keep hurting us the same way again. You know, Practicing sacrificial love doesn't mean being a doormat or allowing others to treat us in a manner that's beneath our dignity or theirs for that matter. It means being willing to make the sacrifices necessary to work for each other's ultimate good, even when it's hard, inconvenient, uncomfortable. Or when people get mad at us for doing it <laughs> those are the sacrifices that lead to our sanctification and call others to healthier holier lives and that's the kind of love that should be at the center of all of our relationships what do you do if it's not <laughs> what do you do if you're what do you do if you're struggling to, to know what it means to work for the good of that other person who's given you grief uh, if you're in a stress stressful relationship with your spouse with your kids whether those are littles or adults your extended family or friendships we want to help Reboot all of your relationships and take them from stressed to supportive. Give us a call at 877-573-7825. Again, that's 877-573-7825. Let's take our concerns to the Lord, and then we'll start taking your calls. In the name of the The
2: Father, and and the the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Spirit. Amen. Amen. Lord
1: Jesus Christ, we come into your presence, and we thank you for the opportunity to spend this time with you. But Lord, we are coming to you today bringing you all of our relationships, especially our difficult relationships. We want to be close to others. We know that you call us to be one as you and the Father are one. And yet so many things come between us and the people we care about. Conflicts, disagreements, misunderstandings, uh, offenses. And we don't know how to respond to those things often in ways that will help us use those relationships to become healthier whole and holy people and so we ask for your guidance now lord so that we might be able to cooperate with your grace to heal the damage that sin does to all of our relationships and build your kingdom by building healthier and holier more intimate relationships we bring all this to you and ask for the intercession of the holy family And in the name of the Father, Father, and and the Son, and and the the Holy Holy Spirit. Spirit.
2: Amen. Amen.
1: Pope St. John Paul the Great.
2: Pray for us.
1: Today on More to Life, we're talking about real relationships. Do you want to cultivate healthier, more supportive, holier relationships in your life? We'll help your relationships thrive, 877-573-7825. Whether we're talking about your relationship with your spouse, your difficult relationship with your littles, or your adult kids, uh, extended family conflict, or, you know, troubles with your friends. We want to help renew all of your relationships and take them from stressed to supportive. 877-573-7825.
2: We're talking now with Tammy, who's listening to EWTN Radio in Ohio on Sirius XM 130.
1: Hi, Tammy. Welcome to More to Life. What can we do for you?
2: Hi.
3: Um, so we're, we have a situation um, with our son. Um, he's 16, and several months ago, he started seeing um, this girl. He met her online. She lives in a nearby city, um, but she doesn't go to the, the high school that he goes to. And we found out that she's three years younger than him. Um, he's 16. She's 13. Um, we, what happened was they were just seeing each other once a week, and it was totally fine. Um, how were they? But, how were
1: they seeing each other once a week?
3: They would see each other. They would meet like they would meet somewhere, like at, um, at the mall or at this one skating.
1: So game. You, you you would take them, or he would just drive himself there? Like I how, would take
3: I, him. I, yes, I would take uh, him. I would uh-huh. take him. It was only like three hours. And the, the friends were there. It was you know, so they would skate. So let, let me just say that I do trust my son. I, okay. you know, I don't think that he's doing something. We, we have a very good relationship. Um, we're Catholic, you know, cradle Catholics. Um, you know, we've had many discussions with him about, you know, um, sexual relationship is for marriage. Mm -hmm. It's a special thing, you know, love, all that kind of stuff. So what's the issue? the, The issue is that, um, about three, three, four weeks ago, this girl, um, tried to commit suicide. And, um... Then I find out that there's issues at home with the mom. Um, He told me that uh, she told my son that her mom drinks. Uh, She works at a bar. She drinks. Um, Dad has no idea about my son. Dad has no clue what's going
2: on because Dad would not approve.
1: When you say Dad, you mean your husband or you mean her No, No, I'm sorry.
2: sorry. The young lady's father.
3: father. Her father.
2: And is he present in the the home?
3: Is the father present in the home? Yes. Yes, as far as I know, yes, okay. he is. Yes, he lives there at home with them.
1: Okay, um, so now I understand that 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 you uh you know, that the relationship has broken off now that, that that and and you said to well, the screener that it's you were... Wow, we
3: are, yeah, we're 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 a five alarm fire going on right
2: now. Oh wow,
1: okay, um, what's up?
3: Okay, because my, my my son, um, you know, he started cutting his arm, um, he. It's shutting down, um, you know, and I'm in panic right now because I don't know that I made the right decision. I made the I made this.
1: You made the right decision, decision, but 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 there's a deeper issue here going on. So right. yes, you absolutely made the right decision. So let's talk about this and what what to do with it from from here moving forward. Um, first of all, it's it's really unusual for a 16 year old to be attracted to a 13 year old in the first place, unless that 16 year old feels themselves to be mm-hmm. pretty immature. Uh, emotionally and socially. Um, secondly, um, a relationship, any relationship, a friendship relationship, especially a romantic relationship, uh, is meant, especially as a Christian relationship, is meant to help those two people become more of what God is creating them to be. Uh, you know, helping them to support each other and encourage each other in being you know, healthy, godly people. Uh, and this 13-year-old girl who's struggling so much uh, with, with these emotional and mental health and relationship problems is just not in a position to do that. I mean, as a 13-year-old, first of all, as a 13-year-old who's struggling so deeply, this is, there's nothing healthy about this relationship at all. And the fact that your son is behaving in this you know, grossly unhealthy way, uh, having you, know, you put some limits on this relationship, also points to some deeper issues that he's got going on. It's not a matter of trusting him. It's a matter of recognizing that he's not emotionally and socially mature and that he needs help. And he's acting out the way he is, not because you made a mistake in, in cutting off this, uh, this this girl, but because he's suffering from, from deeper mental health issues that you need to seek family counseling for. Uh, and when I say family counseling, I'm, I mean, you know I mean that because teenagers generally speaking don't do terrifically well in individual counseling. You know so the temptation is to say, well, he's 16, he, you know, I, I want to give him some space to talk things out with somebody. But mm-hmm. the problem is they tend to either underreport or they don't tend to follow up very well on the homework that the therapist gives them. You know the, We really believe that um, it's important for mom and dad to be taught how to be their kid's primary support. And so working as a family through this is going to help you and your husband know how best to support your son uh, and to teach your son how to open up more to you so that you can realize what's going on and really help him through that and get the professional resources that you need to, to really support him well. Um, and so this isn't really about, the, you know, the five-alarm fire that you're dealing with isn't, isn't really about the relationship. It's about some uh, deeper emotional, relational social issues that have been below the surface that you haven't been able to clue into uh, and this re- in, and ending this relationship or trying to put limits on this relationship has ripped the scab off that wound and you need to deal with it post haste so I'm gonna really encourage you to either reach out to a good family therapist in your area if you'd like uh, to learn more faithful ways to deal with this so graceful responses we you can work with our pastoral counseling practice at CatholicCounselors.com. dot com um, e- either way though you definitely need help for the whole family, not just for your son, uh, and to see this as a bigger problem than just this relationship. Because frankly, the relationship was, was a problem to begin with. Uh, and, and not kind of catching that, you know, really kind of shows that, that there's a real need to know how best to support your son. Uh, and you need to get some help as a family to figure out how to do that. All right, Tammy, thank you so much for the call. I'm glad you reached out. I know that you're going through it right now. We're going to add you guys to our More to Life prayer list. I just wanted to kind of give you that reality check so that you understand that this is not just about the relationship, right? This is, uh, this is really about some deeper issues that are going on there that have probably been going there for on for a while. And uh, It's not a matter of just trusting your son. It's a matter of really helping him deal with those emotional and social problems that, that has been masked no, at, I, at this point.
2: I will absolutely say that a lot of kids in this age group are going through really, severe mental health challenges right now, we must, must, must as parents not just say, oh, they're all going through it because it, you know, they live through particular times and it's rough and they'll get over it. They will not. They need their parents to come alongside of them and really get into good a good mental health counseling situation together to know how to help them shore themselves up. Do not, any parent that's listening think, oh, well, this just seems to be what's going on in their social norm right now. This is not a social norm. This is a deep hurting that our kids really do need help with. We cannot ignore it and hope it goes
1: away. Tammy, thank you so much for the call. If there's more we can do to support you, don't hesitate to reach out to us here on the program or at CatholicCounselors.com. We are taking your calls today about relationships, uh, any relationship that is stressing you out, whether that's with your spouse, with your kids, whether those are little kids or adult kids, uh, or anywhere in between, Uh, extended family friends, you name it. The reality is people exist and they all get under our skin. And if you are struggling with a stressful relationship of any kind, we want to help you take that relationship from stressed to supportive. Give us a call at 877-573-7825. Again, that number, 877-573-7825. When we come back, in addition to taking your calls, we'll be joined by Anastasia Northrup. She is a Theology of the Body expert and founder of the National Catholic Singles Conference. She'll be talking about some insights from the theology of the body for making healthy relationships. Stick around for that and a whole lot more when More to Life continues right after the break.
2: Ciao, Amici. Teresa Tamio here. If you're looking for something inspiring to give to someone this Christmas season or maybe just a little stocking stuffer for yourself, make sure to check out the Ave Maria Radio online store. Plenty of books are sale to teach, inspire, and renew your connection with God. Speaking of sales, my book, Everything's Coming Up Rosie, is 25% off this month while supplies last. So go ahead over to AveMariaRadio.net and click on the bookstore. Happy shopping.
0: I'm Dr. Greg Popcheck
2: and I'm Lisa Popcheck. And you're listening to the best of More to Life. Thank you for joining us today on More to Life on the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. I'm Lisa Popcheck.
1: I'm Dr. Greg Popcheck and today's show is titled Real Relationships as we talk about how do we turn our relationships from stressed to supportive with all the people in our life? Whether you're struggling with your spouse, Your kids, whether those are little kids or adult kids or anywhere in between, extended family members or friendships, the fact is relationships are hard. And we want to help you get more joy, love, and support out of all of the people in your life, out of all the relationships that you participate in. Let's talk it out and find ways to take those relationships from stressed to supportive. 877-573-7825. That's 877-573. 7825. Joining us right now, Anastasia Northrup. She is a Theology of the Body expert and founder of the National Catholic Singles Conference at NationalCatholicSingles.com. Hey, Anastasia, welcome to More to Life.
4: Hey, thank you so much. Great to
1: be here. So you wanted to share some insights on how the Theology of the Body can help us have healthier, holier relationships.
4: Yeah, I mean, that's what John Paul II was all about, relationships, as you know, and that being made in the image of God were made for that. Not not really an optional thing, um but he talks a lot about uh, self gift you know m- we need to make a gift of ourselves and and receive the other and one thing I always found interesting is is that um so we always think about like self gift as giving ourselves, but then sometimes it's easy um to forget that when we receive the other that's a gift to them too, so that's one way we can actually be a gift is by uh, really listening and trying to really see and understand the person instead of just sort of imposing our idea of they are on them or expecting them to be a certain way or, you know, in a conversation always just trying to get a word in, like, just by being present and listening to people and receiving them, that's a gift. And I know in my own life, when I've been with people that I know are really listening to me and being present to me uh, and just accepting me for who I am, that's a huge gift, you know, to me and really affirms who I am as a person. And so I think um, that's one great Tip to just keep in mind in our relationships that okay, well, even if it's a difficult relationship, you know, am I really listening and trying to see the person and understand where they're coming from, instead of just kind of being a defensive mode about, you know, well, they did this or that or they're being difficult or, or you know, whatever that can. What about what
1: about out. in difficult relationships though? I think you know the the world's message tends to be let's go along to get along. Um, you know, whereas I think you know as we were talking before, you know, the theology of the body really challenges us to look at ways to encourage uh, each other to be healthier and, and holier people. The relationships don't exist for their own sake, but, but to really help us grow closer to the Lord and who God wants us to be. Uh, what would you say about that?
5: Well,
4: I, <laughs> that's of course where it gets challenging, but I think that if we are um, and being able to stand up for ourselves and then also speak the truth, and that can be really difficult because I think sometimes it's just easier to, like you said, go along and, not speak up and so like you were mentioning earlier about you know the the need to seek the good of the other that love consists in wanting the others good and willing it okay so how much do I love this person am I willing to um, make myself vulnerable and and have the courage to say something even when it's difficult you know that and I think by as I said before seeing and understanding them or trying the best we can then at least that gives us a way a lead into the conversation like you can you know, say, look, I understand this is where you're coming from, you know, but this is my perspective on it and this is how it's affecting me. Um, I think it's at least a good starting point when you're in a difficult conversation to kind of find some common ground or show that you really do understand and care about them instead of just trying to voice your opinion, you know, <laughs> or get sure, your way or something.
1: Well, Anastasia, I, I want to thank you for being with us. Now, you you want you wanted to mention also your upcoming uh, event. Tell us a little bit about that.
4: Yes, yes, we're very excited. uh the national conference for single Catholics is coming up at the end of August, the 25th to the 27th in Plymouth, Michigan. So, um, it's actually going to be held at a, a hotel that is a former Archdiocesan seminary. So they actually still have a chapel there. And, uh, NCSC is all about building healthy relationships and in community. And so, um, if, if you're single, you know, if you, if you're listening and you're single or you know, people that are single, tell them to check out the conference and we'll have more information and registration up soon. But the website is NationalCatholicSingles.com.
1: Excellent. NationalCatholicSingles.com. Thank you, Anastasia, for being with us today. Thank you so
4: much. Have a great day.
1: God bless. And, you know, we're taking your calls, listeners, at 877-573-7825. Do you want to cultivate healthier relationships in your life? You know, whether we're talking about your relationship with your spouse, your relationship with your kids, whether those are little kids or adult kids or anywhere in between, challenging relationships with extended family, or even difficult friendships. The fact is, relationships are hard. People often get in there, get under our skin, uh, and it's hard to know how to respond to those situations in ways that are grace-filled, um, that lead us to work for their good, for our good, for the good of the relationship. What do we do as Christians when we're dealing with difficult relationships? I mean, the world, again, says go along to get along. But Christians are called to more. Yes, we're called to be peacemakers, but that doesn't just mean wait a wallpapering over problems it means working through those things cooperating with god's grace to heal the damage that sin tries to do to all of our relationships and if you're looking to make your relationships healthier uh, and take them from stressed to supportive we're here to help you give us a call at 8775737825 again that number is 877573 7825 and tell us who is stressing you out. (laughs) Let us help you find graceful solutions for dealing with that person and taking that relationship from stressed out to supportive. Again, the number 877-573-7825. More to life. We'll be back with your questions coming up right after the break.
0: while Mary's not mentioned as often as Moses, not mentioned as often as Peter or Paul, her role in scripture is even more significant. She's absolutely unique. There are many prophets, there are many apostles, but there's only one God bearer. There are a lot of people who proclaim the word of God. There's only one woman who bore the word of God quite literally within her. She's utterly unique in that she literally transmits the word of God to the world. So when the word of God wanted to take on human flesh whose human flesh did he choose? It was Mary's. She donated out of her own life substance the flesh of Jesus. The body prepared for Christ is taken from the Blessed Mother. Nobody else in salvation history occupies such a role. Cresta in the Afternoon, weekdays at 4 Eastern
3: on EWTN Radio.
1: They're showing reverence to God. All this was reverence. Now
0: what do I see? I hear one irreverence after another. And week after week, month after month, the media churns out things that make fun of religion in general and make fun of Christianity in particular and particularly make fun of the Catholic Church. No class. Absolutely no class.
1: EWTN. Live Truth. Live Catholic. I'm Dr. Greg Popcheck and I'm Lisa Popcheck and you're listening to the best of more to life.
2: Hi, I'm Lisa Popcheck. Do you need to have an important conversation with someone? Here's a tip. Do twice as much listening as talking. Don't do it as a technique. Listen because you're genuinely interested in what the other person thinks, what motivates them, and what their goals, concerns, and needs are. Successful conversationalists may not agree with everything the other people say, but they're careful not to rush to judgment. They ask questions. They show real care and concern. They look for points of agreement to build on. They don't try to change the person they're speaking with, but they do look for ways to be a positive influence while deepening the relationship. Christians call this approach accompaniment. To learn more about being an effective listener, especially when it comes to building a better relationship with your adult kids, check out our book, Having Meaningful, Sometimes Difficult Conversations with Your Adult Sons and Daughters, or visit catholiccounselors.com.
1: Welcome back, folks. You're listening to More to Life on the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. I'm Dr. Greg Popchak.
2: I'm Lisa Popchak.
1: And today on More to Life, our show is titled Real Relationships, as we talk about how to tr- change our relationships from stressed out to supportive. And if you're dealing with somebody that you care about, but it's driving you a little crazy, we want to help you find faithful, grace-filled ways to transform that relationship into a more joyful, loving, and supportive one. Give us a call at 877-573-7825. That's 877 877- Five seven three seven eight two five. 573 7825 whether it's your spouse or your kids, littles or adults, extended family or friends that you're struggling with. Let's talk it out. 877-573-7825. Before we take our next call, I did want to share one announcement that we have got two great radio partners that need to hear from you next week. Divine Mercy Radio in Melbourne, Florida is airing their Spring Radiothon next week.
2: And another radio
1: apostolate, Divine Mercy Radio in Kansas, is
2: airing their Spring Shareathon next week. So if you're listening in one of these great stations in Florida, Kansas, or anywhere, please support your Catholic
1: radio station. Keep them in your prayers, but please do provide your financial support as well to keep Catholic radio going strong. And growing stronger every day wherever and however you're tuning in.
2: I think we can all agree it's needed more than ever before. Right now we're talking with you about those relationships that might be stressing you out whether you're struggling in your marriage or with your kids no matter how old they are or your extended family or your friendships. In fact, no matter who they are, relationships can be really hard. They can stress us out. They can drain us. They can cause us a million questions. But we can help you get more joy, more love, and support out of all of your relationships. Today on More to Life. Give us a call at 877-573-7825. That's 877 877- We're talking right now with Maria, who's listening to EWTN Radio in California on Sirius XM 130.
1: Hi, Maria. Welcome to More to Life. How can we help you out today?
5: Hi, thanks for taking my call. First of all, I just want to say thank you to God and the Holy Spirit for being with me. And please don't leave me because of this call. <laughs> this
2: <not> <laughs> well, first of all, we can tell you right now, Maria, he's never, ever, 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 ever going to leave you. For okay? any reason. And there's, there's no s- question you can ask, no sin you can have that would make him leave you. Mm. He, o- We only leave him. So since you want him so badly, I think you're in good stead. So what's your question today that's concerning you so much?
5: Well, I'm 54, and my mom is um, a convert to Catholicism when she married my father 55 years ago. Okay. And she was Protestant. So she sent me to Catholic school with my dad. They sacrificed, so thank the Lord they did that for me. But the relationship has been awful. She has betrayed me. My family has betrayed me, usually about money or real estate and badmouth me and always caused me to stumble. Because thank the Lord that for some reason I have the fervor and it's too much for them. She's always saying, don't send that religious stuff to your sisters. And, but she's been staying with me recently so that she could be closer to the grandchildren. So it stresses me to, out. To your,
1: when you say the grandchildren, do you mean your kids or, or whose kids?
5: No, um, my sister's children, so my uh-huh. godson and nephew. So I'm trying so hard. I didn't. I wanted to say no at first and god and the divine mercy made me say yes this is mercy giving mercy to someone that you don't think deserves it so i made the room beautiful and i've been asking her to go to church she's been going a little bit but the thing that's stressing me out is i know she doesn't have the true belief that i do and it makes my house feel a little bit like a dark cloud like i don't have tv i just have everything Jesus, everything,
1: Mary. Okay, well, so, so, so you know, yeah, and you asked Rister, you know, what do you do when your mom joins you for Mass and goes up to communion, even though she doesn't necessarily believe in the Real Presence, and uh, so, look, I mean, that that's obviously serious, um, and in fact, it's so serious that the bishops uh, have decided to do a, a three-year National Eucharistic revival because of research that showed that up to 70% of Catholics struggle to believe in the Real Presence. Um, And so it is a serious issue. And yet, we have to approach that serious issue in a pastoral way. Realizing that conversion is an ongoing process, and this is a a problem that we deal with not just individually, but, but socially as a church, as a group. Uh, And and so it's important to really approach this in that light that recognizing that your your mom hasn't had the formation That she needs to be able to understand what's really going on when she goes up to communion with you
2: She may not have had the formation or she may have had the formation and not really experienced a personal connection with it and so she's very much you know living in her past Protestant self on this and Maybe more, you know, more meditation or education on this is important, but mostly, and I will say this, Maria, she needs that personal experience of Jesus in the Eucharist. And you know, just recently, in our readings at Mass, we heard all about St. Thomas. You know, they call you know, him, they, they talk about his doubt, right? You know, he, he saw Jesus be crucified and buried, and the women came and said you know he's risen he's no longer there he's risen just as he said and he said unless i see him and put you know his my hands into the wounds in his side and in his hands i will not believe and yet jesus took that as an invitation To say, okay, if that's what he needs, that's what I will give him. And he appeared and said, put your hands into my side. Put your hands into the wounds in my hands. And he believed and said, my Lord and my God. So even those who walked with Jesus and knew him personally have times of struggle or had times of struggle in their faith and that gives us a sure and certain hope that Jesus is always working to bring people closer to him and to hone their belief in who he really is including and most especially his real presence in the eucharist so first of all i want you to realize that when your mom goes up for communion sure you know first you share with her why you believe so passionately in his real presence and what what that has done for you Okay.
1: And affirm that it is the real presence.
2: Absolutely, because that's, you only can speak to her from what your personal experience is, because that's what you know the best, and that's what's going to speak to her. Not, not words from the catechism, but who you are and how you can share that with her. But the most important thing here is, every day, whether you're going up to communion or not, but especially as she goes up to communion, but every day, ask the Lord to reveal himself to her as he did to St. Thomas to make himself truly present to her so she knows his real presence, body, blood, soul, and divinity in the Eucharist and can have that deep faith and relationship with him in the Eucharist. And also I'd strongly encourage you to ask St. Thomas to intercede for her.
1: But that said, it. It's not your job to throw yourself across the aisle or you know, prevent your mom from going up to receive the Lord. Or to we, say we, to the we,
2: priest, don't give communion to her because she doesn't fully believe. It's,
1: it's your responsibility to share your faith and to witness to why the real presence is, is very real to you uh, and uh, rem, you know, remind her that this is not just a symbol. But beyond that, it's, it's your obligation to, to pray for her uh, and, and to look for opportunities to continue to witness. Mm-hmm. Now, Let's talk, when you talk about the witness, let's talk about that a little bit here, because there there are two parts to that that I'd like to address that you didn't ask about, but but I kind of picked up as you were sharing your story a little bit. First of all, you know, you said that your family has really hurt you on a lot of levels uh, with regard to finances and real estate, and you know, it, 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 you give the impression at least that that they have not dealt fairly with you, um, that they've been even cruel to you in some ways. Um, and, you know, you said you didn't want at first to let mom stay with you to visit with the grandkids because of the difficulty of your relationship, but you felt convicted by divine mercy. Um, I want you to continue to take that to prayer. I just wanted to throw out here that, that mercy doesn't mean letting people off the hook um, or giving people a pass, right? It's more complicated than that. So, for example, if you look at the spiritual works of mercy, we get a sense of why, you know, how, how. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for, how broad the understanding of mercy is. Because on the one hand, we talk about bearing wrongs patiently and forgiving willingly. On the other hand, we talk about admonishing the sinner. You know, how can both of those things be merciful? Well, when you look at all the, the corporal and spiritual works of mercy, you begin to see what mercy really is. And again, it's not giving somebody a pass or, or letting them off the hook. It's treating them in a manner that reminds them of their worth and dignity in God's eyes. And sometimes, you know, when you're talking with somebody who, you know, or we're dealing with somebody who is genuinely trying to live a good and godly life and and do the right thing, if when they mess up, it's good to give them some space to figure it out because they'll usually self-correct and and repent of the the, the harm they've caused and and work to to make it without you having to say much, if anything, at all. And in those cases, we bear wrongs patiently. Uh, In other times, though, when you have somebody who is habitually, sinful, or habitually dealing with, uh, you know, committing offenses against you, uh, you know, undermining their relationship with you, and unrepentant uh, about the wounds that they've caused you, you know, that's when we need to admonish those people, because they've forgotten who they are. They've forgotten that they're beloved sons and daughters of God, and, and they need to act accordingly. And so the most merciful thing in those situations is to Call them on or perhaps even set consequences or boundaries, including things like saying, "Listen, I'd love to have you be able to stay at my home, but you know the reality is you antagonize me and you, you're hostile to my faith and you, you attack me in lots of different ways and you haven't dealt fairly with me in the past and until those things are resolved, I, I, you're not a safe person to have here. right? And so I'm not saying that that's what you have to do with your mom. What I'm saying is that you should, that that's certainly an option. and that, that doing that is not unmerciful. That, in fact, doing that sometimes is the most merciful thing you can do because, again, mercy is not giving someone a pass or letting them off the hook. It's treating them in a manner that reminds them of their dignity and worth in God's eyes and calls them to live accordingly. Okay? The last thing I'm going to point out here, and this is a little bit of a different direction, um, I, 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 you know, the level of anxiety that you're experiencing about this issue with your mom, some of the ways you talked about, you know, the way you're living without without media and those kinds of things, that could be a very legitimate call.
2: Yeah, and even I have to say the fact that you were saying, you know, please God, don't leave me for asking this question. Yeah, I, that I, that, that's what that was really kind of the biggest thing.
1: I'm concerned that you are dealing not just with a very with fervor, but with scrupulosity. Um, which fervor is
2: fervor is wonderful. Scrupulosity can actually be harmful to you and actually distance you from God.
1: And so, you know the, this fear that you know if if you and everybody around you don't do exactly the right thing, that somehow you're going to lose God's love um is not fervor. It's scrupulosity. it's It's the way Satan tries to keep us from God's love. and and so my my concern for you, um, Maria, is that, That you may very well be dealing with this kind of scrupulosity which is a sort of spiritual OCD um, and and really could benefit from both spiritual direction or pastoral counseling to help you heal those wounds that prevent you from being able to really rest in God's love the way he wants you to Um, because I, I pick up a sense from you that you're not you don't feel like you're working so much from God's love as you are working for God's love and you're living in fear of losing it if you or the people around you don't do exactly the right thing. And if, 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 I'm, if I'm wrong about that, feel free to disregard it. But if there's anything about what I'm saying that's resonating for you, I really encourage you to reach out to our team at, Pastoral, it's at CatholicCounselors.com to learn more about how you can heal those wounds that lead to the kind of scrupulosity that we're talking about here, so that you can have a more loving, peaceful confident relationship with God's love. Thanks so much for the call, and if there's more we can do to support you, don't hesitate to reach out here again on the show or at CatholicCounselors.com. And listeners, we're taking your calls today about the challenging relationships that you are finding yourself in, whether that's with your spouse, your kids, little ones or adult kids, um, extended family, friendships. The fact is, people are difficult, and relationships are hard. uh, And we are called as Christians to do what we can, to cooperate with God's grace and heal the damage that sin tries to do to all of our relationships. So if you are struggling with a difficult relationship, let us help you take it from stressed to supportive. Give us a call at 877-573-7825. That's 877 573 By the way, as we talk about stressed out relationships, uh, of course, our family relationships are among the most stressful relationships, and we want to help you create more loving, connected and caring Catholic households with a free webinar coming up tomorrow, Thursday, April 20th at 730 p.m. Eastern called Raising Confident Catholic Kids. You know, the reality is raising faithful kids is tough. In fact, only 15 percent, that's one five, 15 percent of kids raised in Catholic households grow up to be faithful Catholic adults. But the good news is that research shows what keeps those 15 percent of faithful Catholic kids faithful into adulthood. We're going to share that information with you and, and help give you resources to live it out in your home so that your kids will grow up to be faithful Catholic adults. You can learn about that for free tomorrow night. That's Thursday, April 20th at 7.30 p.m. Eastern. All you got to do is register, again, for free at CatholicHOM.com. That's Catholic Households on Mission, CatholicHOM.com slash webinar, CatholicHOM.com slash webinar.
2: Not only will the information that we share help you to raise kids who will grow up to own the faith in their adulthood and pass it on to your grandchildren, but it's also going to give you a closer, more connected, more love-filled, joy-filled home right now. So join us tomorrow night. That's April 20th at 7:30. It is completely free, but We do need you to register, because we have to be able to let you into the webinar.
1: And that's 7.30 Eastern Time.
2: Thank you for pointing that out, because we got people from everywhere. So, 7.30 Eastern Time, and you can register at catholichom.com slash webinar. catholichom.com slash
1: webinar. All right, well, we are taking your calls right here, right now, at 877-573-7825, about dealing with difficult relationships, whatever those relationships are, whether they're family, marriage, extended family, friendships, you name it. If there's somebody that's driving you a little crazy and you're not sure how to respond to that gracefully, let's talk it out together. 877-573-7825. And as we head out to our break, it's time for our scripture of the day, which comes to us from 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 22.
2: Love one another intensely and with a pure
1: heart. I love this scripture because it reminds us uh, today, again, of our theme here, that that building the kingdom of God is really about building whole, holy, and intimate relationships. As Peter says here, we'll love one another intensely and with a pure heart. You know, we're called not just to go along, to get along, but to really work for each other's good and invite, support, and sometimes challenge each other to do better, to live more accordingly to God's grace and the fact that we are called to have healthier, holier relationships. Well, as we head out to our break, we're taking your calls again at 877-573-7825. Stick around, we'll be talking more about healthy relationships when we come back in just a minute. Hi, I'm Al Cresta.
0: Do you remember writing your Christmas wish list as a child? In developing countries like Haiti and Guatemala, children don't make Christmas lists and they don't expect Christmas gifts. All their parents earn must go to food, shelter, and water. Can you picture the joy of surprising a child with their first Christmas gift? Send them a box of joy at boxofjoy.org. A rosary and the story of Jesus is included in every box of joy. Give today at boxofjoy.org. Christ is the
1: answer with Father John Ricardo.
6: In the midst of our culture today, in this age of relativism, which wants to grant Jesus some significance, but not so much. So we'll give him wise man, great leader, inspiring preacher, great teacher, prophet. You don't get that option when you claim to be God. What reasons do we have to believe that he is who he said he is? And it's important, again, to employ the use of our reason and to understand that faith is not blind. My faith? And please God, the faith of everyone here is not blind. It rests on something, rests on a number of things, not least of which is my own experience of God, but it also has something substantial, which can be claimed through history. We're not talking about a galaxy long, long ago, far, far away when we talk about Jesus. We're talking about a precise moment in history, which has been testified to by countless testimonies. And you and I have access to them.
1: I'm Dr. Greg Popcheck, And I'm Lisa Popcheck from More to Life. Would you like to have a better family life by Christmas? Join
2: us Monday, December 4th at 7 p.m. Eastern, 6 Central for our free webinar, A More Peaceful Family by Christmas, A Catholic Parent's Guide to Advent.
1: In Advent, we're called to make more room in our hearts and homes for Christ. Discover how the grace of Advent can help you celebrate the loving, faithful family life God wants for you.
2: And it's free. Just register at catholichom.com slash webinar. That's catholichom.com slash webinar. See you there. Want more tips for living a more joyful, abundant life through the gift of the theology of the body?
1: Well, and follow us on Facebook at More to Life with Dr. Greg and Lisa, and on Twitter and Instagram at Catholic Counselors. We'll see you there.
2: Thank you for joining us today on More to Life on the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. I'm Lisa Popchak.
1: I'm Dr. Greg Popchak, and today we're talking about real relationships. How do we take our relationships from stressed to supportive? Give us a call at 877-573-7825.
2: We're talking now with Claire, who's listening to EWTN Radio in Texas on Guadalupe Radio.
1: Hi, Claire. Welcome to More to Life. How can we help you out today?
2: Good morning. Um,
7: I listen to you guys all the time. Thank you for taking my call. Sure. And um, I'm having a bit of trouble reconciling two types of advice that I've heard you give in my particular Mm. situation. Okay. Um, You you said at one time that... um, if the relationship cannot sustain the deep type of conversation that is needed, then you need to work on the relationship. And then, you know, you've also said that if you keep taking it to God, but it's still like they're bothering you, that they're, I think, I'm, I'm probably misquoting, but that there's probably work that God wants you to do, uh, right? If it's If it's still there, if it's still bothering you, well, my situation has gone on for six years, but I'm confused because the person... Uh, that I had the difficulty with um, it was a, a friendship of over 20 years and they just cut me off and the person has proven themselves to be to me shallow, unsafe, they don't care about me, they cut me off and they made no uh, real effort to uh, make up for what they did, uh, reconcile, you know,
5: okay. and so
7: I can't... I. I keep having this desire to sit down with them, talk to them face to face because they never afforded me that they uh cut it, it all happened through texting and it was going on during the pandemic, but at the same time i mean um
1: well let me say, let me ask you you, cut, you said that they were on not just that they cut you off but that they that they that you found them to be unsafe people or safe unsafe to be around as well is that is that the case? am I understanding you properly there?
7: yes. Yes, and I'm talking about like emotionally and yeah. physically, but like, no, no, I get that. You know, yeah. with my feelings, with my uh, vulnerabil- vulnerability. Well, and it seems to me that them cutting you unsafe. off is
1: another example of that. Um, is that emotional unsafety, right? Because a healthy relationship, even if somebody's offended by something you did, even if you le- legitimately did something offensive, a healthy person is going to respond to that offense in a healthy way, by saying, "Hey, Claire, you know that really hurt my feelings. Let's work through that." You know, whereas an emotionally manipulative, unhealthy person is just going to cut you off by text, and after twenty years, and not want to not give you any opportunity to address those kinds of things. So that, that so let's, let's, so you're asking, kind of, what do you need to do at this point? Um, you know, the, the the bit of advice that you you kind of quoted about, um, you know, the relationship needing to be deep enough to hold the conversations that you want to have. That 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 pertains to relate our relationship with adult children. You know, so uh, you know, if if I if I as a parent want to have a discussion with my adult kid, for example, about uh, the, the choices that they're making in their life, or the the whether the the rejection of the faith. You know, I can't launch into that conversation if we don't regularly talk about those kinds of things, right? You know, if we have superficial conversations about the weather or what you did over the weekend, I can't go from that to, so tell me about where you're at in your relationship with Jesus Christ, because it's just not gonna float, <laughs> not right? There. But that's a different context than what you're talking about here. So that that doesn't really apply to this situation. Uh, what would more apply to your situation is, you know, a healthy friendship is one that encourages you and supports you in becoming everything that God is creating you to be. Uh, And when a person isn't doing that, like this friend was not, um, then you have a right to address that and or set boundaries on that relationship as a way of saying, look, I either need you to be able to be a healthy influence in my life, a healthy support in my life, or I'm gonna have to set these boundaries that that make it hard for you to continue to commit those offenses against me. Uh, And so, you know, as unjust as it feels to have them just cut you off that way, I I think it's a gift uh, because this person, this relationship clearly wasn't healthy for you. Uh, and, and instead of trying to go back and fix something that they don't want you to fix, right? They're not giving you a way to fix it. Um, you know, doing, in fact, trying to fix a relationship where the other person doesn't want you to fix it, it feels threatening. And, and that's, you know, that's why God stands at the door and knocks right? He doesn't kick down the door. Mm-hmm. He stands at the door and waits for us to open it. But, um, you know, so in that, in that same case here, the only thing you can really do is is wish that person well, keep them in your prayers and move on with your life because uh, this was not a healthy relationship and they've decided to remove themselves from your life, which is painful, but I think ultimately a gift uh, because this is not somebody that you found to be supportive uh, or a relationship that really is healthy. So, Claire, I'm sorry to, to be able to kind of put that 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 period at the end of that sentence for uh, for this relationship but i i think that that's where you really need to be going with that
2: i think you'll find it's very freeing and much healthier for you
1: thank you for the call and listeners thank you so much for sharing your stories with us today and letting us walk with you and if you'd like to learn more about how to take your relationships from stressed to supportive whatever those relationships are Come on over and visit us at CatholicCounselors.com and check out all the resources we have, including learning more about the Catholic Counselors Pastoral Counseling Practice at CatholicCounselors.com.
2: You've been listening to More to Life with Dr. Greg and Lisa Popchek. More to Life is a co-production of Ave Maria Radio and EWTN Radio and is carried across the
3: EWTN
2: Global Catholic Radio Network. Our producer is Dan McGraw. For copies of this program or for more information, visit AveMariaRadio.net.